1: Hi everyone, I hope you are enjoying the entrepreneurs and therapy series. I have gotten so many comments and mentions on Instagram. If you are loving the series, go ahead and screenshot when you listen and tag me on Instagram at Roslyn Renee. So I can see that you're listening and enjoying this series. It is so exciting to see you all uh, just indulge in learning about business entrepreneurship and how it can be such a help when we also go to therapy and how to dedicate our businesses back to God. So in this episode, I wanted to let you know that I talked to the amazing Letitia Carr. However, me and Tish talked for an hour and a half for our interview. So I'm gonna break this interview up into two parts um, so that you can be able to get the glimpse of everything we talked about we talked about everything related to self care, boundaries, how to not burn out in business. Additionally, Tish shared her entrepreneurial experience, her therapy experience, and it was such a good interview. So you're gonna hear part one today, and I'm gonna cut it off right before we talk about burning out in business. And so come back next week to hear part two of this amazing interview. A couple church announcements, really quickly. If you are interested in getting some private podcasts, I. I am actually doing private podcasts for my email list. As I'm winding down for maternity leave, you all are going to get a bunch of still episodes on a weekly basis up until the time I come back. However, I want to do some private podcasts specifically for my email list. And I just sent out my first one a couple weeks ago and they loved it. So if you're interested in getting private podcasts, go ahead and subscribe to my email list. The link will be in the show notes. Additionally, I know you all have heard my semi-commercial for the Time Management Masterclass, so I wanted to let you know that over the next two weeks, I'm going to allow you to be able to buy the Time Management Masterclass at a discounted rate. So I'm actually going to take off $100 of the Time Management Masterclass, which is normally $197, and you'll be able to get it for $97, and I'm going to be doing that over the next two weeks. So you have have until October 12th, to be able to get the Time Management Masterclass at a very discounted rate, and I want you to be able to take full advantage of that. So go ahead and go to the link in the show notes to be able to purchase it. And I know you're really going to enjoy it. I wanted to bring it back because so many people have told me how much it was helpful to them, and I wanted you all to be able to take full advantage of that. So go ahead and go to the link in my show notes to be able to access that. So Now, let's get into the show, and I hope you all enjoy this amazing interview by me and Letitia Carr. Hello and welcome. You are listening to Therapy as a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Razanae. Welcome to another episode of the show. I hope you all have been enjoying this series, Entrepreneurs and Therapy. And so I have another amazing interview. I'm going to be interviewing Miss Letitia Carr. She is going to be talking about all things related to entrepreneurship. But the beautiful thing about this interview is not only is Letitia an entrepreneur, she has a background in um, mental health counseling. So I am super, super excited to have her today. We're going to get started. So, Letitia,
0: say hey, sis. Hey, sis. Hey, y'all.
1: <laughs> so, Letitia not only is an entrepreneur, but she also has a podcast called the Ref- Refill Podcast. So, I am so excited to have her on because she has such a lens into self care and so many other things. So, I am just so elated that she decided to come on here with me. So, Letitia, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and what you do.
0: Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm so excited to see you growing in your space and using your voice and using platform for good. So shout out to you. And so my name is Letitia, but most people just call me Tish. I am a self care advocate a mental health advocate. I'm a person that truly believes that people deserve to live their best life no matter what that looks like. Um, So that kind of is my motto for all things that I do. Um, You know, I I focus on helping people to be the best version of themselves. So everything that I ever do touch, you may see me doing a lot of things, but the things that everything that I'm doing falls under that lens of helping people be the best version of themselves and showing up as the best version of themselves. (laughs) Um, so that's really my thing. That's really what God has called me to. Um, you know, I fell into almost um, self-care and well-being um, focused work, um, but it's really been my thing since I was like a young kid in mental health and Focusing on helping people has always been my thing. Um, my mom has a severe mental illness and um, Growing up seeing that and realizing that I had to learn to set boundaries with her has translated into me learning how to set boundaries in You know in the world and work at home with friends with family with loved ones. It really has been this all um, You know comprehensive part of my life of learning how to take good care of myself so that it could be the best my best self for others and then learning to encourage and teach people that for themselves as well because that's something no one teaches you in school and you know emotional learning is not something that people really encourage in school and then you know family members may you know your parents may not really know how to teach that either so somebody has to do that work somebody has to teach people how to take care of themselves emotionally and mentally. And so I feel like that's what really God has been, you know, put me on this earth to do is to do um, that that kind of work. So I do it from all kinds of angles. So I have my business, of course, um, LC Global. Um, it started with Where Do You Dream? And that was really to help people, inspire people and encourage people out of a dark space. And then it just elevated from there. Um, but I also, you know, on the side, I do crisis specialist work. I see people who are at their absolute worst and help them to, um, you know, at least feel safe and feel well and enough to get them connected to resources. So that's another passion of mine in this mental health realm. Um, So I do a lot of things, but all of it comes from the same place of ensuring that people live their best life in real life and whatever that best life means to them in the space that they're in.
1: I, let me just say real quick, I love the way you describe that. Um, and, And to go on a little small tangent, like I tell people all the time, like our purposes in life are to be God's kid and in being his kid we have assignments and callings and from those callings it we are assigned to different areas and I love the way you describe that of like overall your calling and the way that you move about and do that isn't helping people be them but their best selves and having so many different areas to do that
0: in those different arenas. Like, I love the way you described it, girl. That was like Bob. Thank you. I mean, I'm that I'm that friend, I'm that family member, I'm that coworker, I'm that business owner. I'm, I'm just that person. You know, if you talk to people, even people who have known me forever, they will say the same thing. Like, she's gonna get on your nerves, but she's gonna make sure you're taking care of yourself. Right? Like, yeah. that's just who I am as a person. Um, I'm always. That's something I'm always going to encourage people around uh, is taking care of themselves and showing up for themselves, you know, in the best way possible. I really do believe that that is what God put me on earth to do. Um, and in some spaces, that works for me, gets me paid, all that. In other places, I get on my friends' nerves sometimes, or I get on my love, my aunt. My aunt's like, "Lord, here she comes," you know, sometimes because I'm going to be fussing about this stuff. But that's just, you know, that's just what I'm called to do and that's what I do best. <laughs> yeah, and not only that, but
1: like, I think we're we're not, like you said, we need people that teach us how to do so. We have not, that's not an innate trait to know. It's not an innate thing to like be, to know how to take care of yourself. Like it becomes a thing you, I mean, I feel like we millennials are like sort of understanding what that means, but even knowing how how it, functions in our day-to-day lives in a very like tangible practical way not this philosophy type thought process but how it tangibly is and doing it that actually purposely fills you up but it really is like a lifestyle of taking Mm -hmm. care of yourself
0: yeah and you know and showing up for yourself emotionally as women and really as black women that is definitely not something we are taught to do we are definitely taught how to show up for other people and how to look out for other people and how to make sure everybody around us is good but if you think back you know even a generation or two like our grandmothers were always taking care of someone else and then they ended up sick and not not well or you know like so i really think that you know we haven't even gotten to any questions yet but like thinking about like generational curses and things like that it's not always financial it's not always what we see right in the forefront, sometimes it's that next layer of, you know, emotionally, how are we taught to take care of ourselves and the world around us? And it's never been, at least from my experience, never been you're taught to take care of yourself so that you can teach, take care of others. You're taught to take care of others and then figure out yourself. Right? So I think I really focus on, you cannot, you know, as cliche as you cannot pour from an empty cup, but you know, it's it's even more than that. When you're empty and you're on E, you're not giving anybody your best. Not yes. in your business, not in your family, not at work, nowhere. You're not giving anyone your best. So when you do pour into yourself first, then you're able to give more because you have more to give. So i want you you get into questions before I am it. Girl, your- Girl yeah. no, because listen, <laughs> when you said that we are taught to, and I know we're gonna get to the
1: questions, but like when we are taught, we are taught to take care of other people so that we are taken care of, That puts in my mind like that becomes the so-and-so in a very like educational way of putting the reward system where Mm -hmm. we become accustomed to taking care of other people. And the reward is that we have the okay to ourselves that we've done something, but not realizing that that can cause burnout. That can cause resentment that can cause emotional emptiness that can cause you saying to yourself well nobody checks on me and i do all this stuff for other people and all this stuff but that becomes the way we're taught and then the aspect of taking care of you feels guilty mm-hmm. you Feel guilt you feel bad you feel like i don't want to tell anybody no what are they going to say about me all this kind of stuff and y'all Tish is pouring the Lipton with real, 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 <laughs> uh, like good sugar and lemon before we even get to the question. So, okay, so let's hop into it really quick okay. before we get on. <laughs> So, tell us a little bit about what got you started within your business and what has that process been like. I know you kind of briefly described the overall look of that, but what kind of got you started? Um, well,
0: I'm actually coming up on my five-year anniversary of not specifically of my business but of thinking in the mindset of business so i say that very very carefully because i didn't launch my business i didn't launch my business until a little bit after but so about five years ago i was in a real what year is this 2020? So maybe six years ago, six years ago, not five years ago. Um, I was in a really, really dark spot. I was having a really hard time going through a lot of, just going through a lot, having a whole quarter life crisis out here in these streets. Um, and with that quarter life crisis, I just really felt like I had just finished my master's program in um, mental health counseling. I couldn't find a job, all these transitions and changes. My grandmother had passed away like Two years before that she was like my rock and I was just struggling being an adult like, you know, if I'm being honest Like most of us. Yes, as we all do we all go through it in retrospect I realized we all go we all have this portion of our lives that either makes or breaks us, right? Um, so in 2015 I decided to start this blog called where do you dream? Um, And when I launched where do you dream? It was because I was just going through such a such a hard time. And then I started doing t shirts from that I started doing like um, dream queen Dream King, and it was just encouraging people to like, you know, live your dream, you know, live, live what you want and you know, be who God called you to be. So I started the t shirts. After I did the t shirts. I was like, Okay, I, you know, once I once I'm done with something I'm done with it. I, that's probably a it's both a gift and a curse of like I'll check that off my list. I'm done. Mm -hmm. So I moved on to trying to figure out what else I wanted to do next. And then I got into coaching. Um, I hired a business coach and all of that kind of stuff. But it really all started from me being in a really dark place. And I say that to encourage somebody because I I know that people go through this so much, especially in your your mid-20s, I would say, probably between like 23 and 27. Most of us have like a quarter-life crisis. You feel like you're A loser you disappointed in everybody you disappointed in yourself. You're disappointed in this relationships didn't work out or, you know, whatever it is, we all go through it, but we feel so alone in that. So I always You know, try to remind people like that. That's where that's where this all started for me. Right. It started from that dark place and me trying to encourage myself out of that place because that's not who I am. Um, And that's how I got started in just thinking about business and then thinking about how do I get started with having you know something of my own um so that's how i got started to answer your question no but i like that because
1: i think what couple things you said was that it wasn't a thing of like you started from a dark place but you you did it as a way of encouraging people so like there's a lot of times when we want to start a business we get so scared of well what is it going to look like what is it going to be like what is this but it was like from a genuine place of i just want to get this message out I just want to be able to tell people this story. I just want people to kind of know like there's a way of, they can live their dreams and kind of do that. And so, so since it started and it's kind of progressed, what can you remember like were some of the initial challenges you had and just kind of even approaching thinking about business um, and kind of even like working through those mental things as well, because even like having a business, you have to have mindset shifts. like. Your mindset is going to literally shift at every level, whether you're making money or not, or starting off or very like five years, six years, 10 years into it, you're going to have consistent mental growth. And so talk about like, what were some of the challenges for you practically, but also even mentally?
0: Um, So I think, like you said, mindset was first, like first I had to get myself in the mindset that I was capable. So I was going to all these like events and I, this is another thing I feel like everybody does right you go to all these events you get all this stuff poured into you And you just you kind of are I don't even know the like the event Circuit or whatever like you're just going to all these events. You're spending all this money and at one point I was at an Event and I will never forget because raven jones was speaking there um raven jones emily de La cruz tanya tanya rapley who else was there it was a, just a it was a dynamic group of women and i remember sitting in the audience and going i could do that <laughs> that was like my you know like they were speaking and speaking about their businesses and speaking about you know their their topics that they were you know the expert in so raven was at that time she was doing fire your boss academy which i ended up enrolling in and that kind of that's another layer of like you know shifting your mindset Um, Emily was talking about branding and personal brand and like why your personal brand is important. Um, There was another Emily there. She was speaking about um, She was speaking more from the career aspect, but knowing negotiating your worth and you know, even from a career perspective. Being able to stand up and say, I know what I'm worth and y'all will pay me my worth. Right. (laughs) Um, So the other Emily was speaking about that Tanya was um, speaking on personal finances um and it just was like such a dynamic group and i was sitting there thinking i could do this right i have stage fright i have you (laughs) too yes girl terrible um and especially then i have really terrible stage fright but but something in me was like you could do that right like you you, (laughs) you could do that so from that point when i had that mindset shift that i see these people who are around my age doing this work in this way showing up as their authentic self, not perfect, not, you know, whatever, but showing up as their authentic self, I can do that, so that was the first shift that I had to take, was to realize that I can do this, you know, I'm, I'm a fairly confident person, but sometimes, you know, self doubt just gets to any of yeah, us, so I don't care how confident you are, it gets to you, so I shifted, okay, I can do that, now, I didn't know how I was going to do that, what I was going to do, and then I'm thinking, well, you got stage fright, how you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, how are you going to do this? So then from that point, I, you know, the next challenge was figuring out what I was going to do. So that has changed multiple times. And that's why I say, you know, I you may see me doing a lot of things. It's always coming from the same place, though. Right. And that, that's been across the board. So, you know, I did T-shirts. I did. I've done coaching. I've done speaking. I've done this and done that. And people see me doing all these things. Um, but it all comes from that same central location. And I think that was something it took me probably a couple of years to realize, right? Like you're not all over the place. You're, you're still doing what you're called to do. You're just doing it in a different well. meaning, different times. Um, so understanding that and understanding myself, I had to really, really get to know myself and that took God breaking me down really to, to get me to the bare bones and take away, strip away everything financially, relationships, all that, to really get to know who, who I am. With or without money, am I still the same person? With or without you know, a relationship, are you still the same person? With or without this friendship or that friendship, are you still that same person? With or without that job, are you still that same person? And so really, over the last five years, that's really what I've been going through, is realizing you're still the same person at the core You know, and I know myself so well now, you know, it took a long time, several Mm -hmm. years to really get to know myself. But that is the thing I think You know, as I see my future. And as I see, see what I'm moving towards. I know that I had to go through those struggles and go through all of that mental break, not breakdown, but like mental like
1: Debunking, yeah, yeah, like dismantling. I call it the dismantle, okay? Because if God could have a way to name something, it's the dismantle that's
0: a better word for it because it's not a breakdown, it's really a breakthrough. It was really what it is. But you know, I had to, I have, you know, I had to be stripped of a lot of things. In order for me to realize that and to, for me to really realize who I am as a person at the core of me. I mean, I knew it, but I didn't really know know it. So I think those were the struggles like looking back over the last couple of years is just And not that I'm not still in it right like I'm still very much in it, but it's it's very much shifting to see, okay, You you were you were doing this in this time period because you needed to learn this and you were doing this in this time period because you needed to learn that and it's been ongoing for me to learn and develop as a person so that I can show up in business and in, in any, any capacity, really, that I can show up as my authentic self. Now, now it's like, you can't, you can't tell me nothing, basically, because I'm going to show up no matter what room you put me in. I don't care if I'm in a room with billionaires or the janitor, I'm going to show up the the same way and I'm going to be just as authentic no matter what room you put me in because I've been through so so much of this. So, I know it's not directly, you know, business struggles, but like that's what's for me personally, what I have gone through, what I go through, whenever I need a check-in, God reminds me very quickly like who you are, remind, you know, think of like Black Panther, remember who you are, right? Because that is what is going to make or break your success in life, whether that's in business or career or whatever it is, whatever your success looks like to you. You have to know yourself in order for that to work because you can't go in one room and be one person and go in the next room and be another person. And you know, it's just, it's just too much. You just got to be who you are, regardless.
1: Girl. Girl. <laughs> you said so many gems right then okay so i'm gonna try to like pull the ones that definitely like pops out to me because you said so much and yes it was not like you said giving the processes but it was so tangible because the biggest and like the core thing you said was identity like if i don't know who i am i can't show up and if i don't know who i am I can't be authentically myself, but when I do know who I am and I do authentically show up as me, I can move and drive and get in any situation, I will always be able to be me. And even then you'll always be able to adapt because it's not even, you're not changing yourself for the situation. You're always who you are. Another thing you said was that which can can get, and I really wanna like preface this for y'all to listen and hear, especially for people who are first starting is that be totally fine with being an infant. Like touch stuff, grab stuff, do things, try things, put it down when you get bored, put it down when it doesn't fit with you anymore because the world will tell you that you gotta stay in one lane, Mm -hmm. niche down to this one thing. Even for me, like doing all these other like I'm doing right now, I'm doing a time management masterclass. That's something that God has said, that's a part of your business. He ain't really said much else. He's just like, this is what you're trying right now. Totally mm. fine. Two years from now, I may not do it anymore, but I've touched it. I've, I've seen that I like it. Teaching is one of my gifts that I'm realizing, but that doesn't mean I'm niched down to one thing. There's so many things that you can do, but it all comes from a place of, like you said, that overall well-being. But also being who you are and knowing who you are because it is always evolving and it's always going and it's always moving and the way you describe just like knowing who you are is the core process because even when you start something you're not always gonna know what you're doing but the the, the, the simple steps will come as you grow and knowing that I'm showing up as me yep.
0: And I would say just, you know, even more tangible. And I love how you put that. I think you you re, you re rephrase that in a way that even I wouldn't even thought to put it that way. The identity piece is so important um, as you are, you know, as an entrepreneur and just as a human, knowing who you are really, really helps to anchor you through all things, right? Like that identity piece in the and not to be afraid to be an infant, right? Like if I were to describe myself in like, You know using that as an example i'm probably like early toddler right like very early toddler still kind of like fumbling around figuring it out but that's okay and i'm okay with being okay because i'm i'm okay with that being where i'm at in my business and in my life because i'm okay with who i am as a person and i know how i learn and i know how i figure things out so it goes back to tying those two things together like i'm okay that i'm not you know you know, a millionaire at 30 or whatever my weird goal was at one point <laughs> um, because I know myself and I know that, you know, my identity isn't tied to to that kind of, you know, that kind of measurement. So I think that those two ooh, that's things- that's good. Ooh, ooh <laughs> that, that was good. My identity is not tied to that measurement, baby. Snatch my edges, child, okay? <laughs> But like, I, I know that about myself, right? So other people might not see it that way. Other people might look at me and be like, huh, what, you know, whatever. I don't care though, cause I'm very much, I know myself and I already, God talks to me directly right here in my ear, right to me directly. So I don't need to hear from other people what I should, could, whatever be doing because I know I'm very well aware of that. Um, so I think those things, if you're going into business or you're launching a business, you're starting a business, you need to get very clear on who you are what you have to offer is cool but you need to know who you are before you worry about what you have to offer so that no one can manipulate you no one can shift you no one can you know people will always give you their opinion in business i mean always and sometimes it's good advice and sometimes it's not but you have to learn yourself well enough to know what's going to work for what you're doing or what you're called to do so knowing yourself includes knowing your purpose and That's probably another podcast. But
1: (laughs) yeah, Yeah. and even and even just kind of with that, like one of the things I know God was really big with me last year on was that your lane is your lane. Mm
0: -hmm. Like
1: for me to be able to talk about Christianity and therapy and merging them together was not I had no context of what that looked like two years ago. I was like, Lord, this this don't even make sense. This this is like a very big, like people don't talk about this and you want your girl, me, little loud, little, little bit country, you know what I'm saying, guy, you want me to talk about this? And it did not make sense. And one of the things he said to me last year was like, your lane is your lane, put the blinders on. Like the horse has the blinders on, you're, like stay straight, focus. But it's part of that thing of what you said about knowing your identity and knowing that, like you said, A lot of people can give their opinion, they can give their advice about where you could be in three months from now, if you just did this specific strategy. And it's like, that may not be what God has for me. I got to be very, very clear on what he has told me to do and be very mindful of what is what he's directing me to, because he can move me overnight or he could give me two years to kind of just coast and let that coasting be coasting. But even like you said, when you were saying, I know myself, no one can say you're not thriving. No one can yeah. say you're not progressing. No one can yeah. come to you and say, because you're not doing these things that you're not walking a blessed life. And that's the part that I always say, like, especially in business. I was like in, like studying and like buying programs for a number of years, but didn't officially have a business. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until years later that God had, like, gave me an idea that was tangible enough for me to sell. But at that point, I was ready. I knew a little bit more about me than when I got to this point, one, I'm not influenced by a bunch of stuff, but also two, mature enough to know my identity, like what I need to choose, what's for me and what's not for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Okay, so I wanna kind of switch gears a little bit to like the topic I know you know so much about, sis, okay? Which is boundaries and self-care, but just in talking about that, let me just preface to say, If y'all have not listened to Tisha's podcast, you need to listen to it because she provides a lot of tips on self-care and describes self-care really as this way of pouring back into ourselves, having a plan. And she makes it very practical to where it's not, like I was saying earlier, this philosophy, but more so how we can just really do ourselves the, the honest, like, favor of taking care of ourselves and how it should become a lifestyle. But also she talks about a number of different topics um, and boundaries is one. I heard her actually speak live about this when I went to Tatum's retreat for Anchor Media. Um, and it was so, so good because she just broke it down. And like, I know i say stuff about boundaries, but she really provides language. So in talking about boundaries, one, why don't you get an overview and you can go on a little tangents to this give an overview but i really want you to kind of emphasize why it's important for us as entrepreneurs and people in general to value boundaries in general
0: okay so i'm gonna okay i don't even know where to start because that was like, you know i i want people to think about self-care the way i think about self-care which is that you don't think about it right like it's just so much a part of who you are, your lifestyle, whatever, that you don't even have to call it self-care. You just know, like, it's just who you are, part of your being, right? So that's like my goal with how I talk about self-care. So I talk about, I talk about a lot of things and I just assume that people know that I'm talking about it in the context of your self-care and well-being, right? Um, So, you know, I did an episode last week on desires, right? And this goes, it ties into to boundaries, right? You have to be very clear when again this goes back to identity too you have to be very clear on who you are so doing the work to first first set enough boundaries that you have the space to Mm -hmm. realize who you are i think that's where i mean i think that's where it really starts so you know when i'm when i'm talking about boundaries and when i'm talking about it in the context of self-care it's because you need the space first to get to know yourself especially as a person of influence right if you are a person of influence you need your space to really get focused on what you're called to do so when i talk about boundaries that's kind of the mindset that i'm in that you you have to you have to have boundaries because if if without them people are going to walk all up in your space in your territory and your lane and you know and that comes from every perspective whether it's in business or in your family or you know friends loved ones work whatever it is you know without without having strategic boundaries and very clear boundaries you you are never going to have the space to thrive in the way that you deserve to thrive and, um,
1: and not to interrupt you but i describe okay. boundaries in a very like because i'm a very visual person like a baby gate when that mm-hmm. baby gate is open and you have signifying that there's no boundaries that baby's gonna run wherever it wants to Mm -hmm. it's gonna run past you it's gonna run past whatever you say no to it's gonna run and have its way as soon as you close that gate the baby's gonna throw a tantrum they're gonna cry they're gonna kick and scream they're gonna do all these things to let you know that hey you should not have closed this gate on me because i really do rule this house but eventually That baby is going to either go to sleep or stop crying and realize the space that they're in is the space they need to be. And so, when you, so like in just saying a very general way, like putting boundaries up is not only essential for the person that you're putting boundaries up with or whatever, but it's also essential to you because one, you're not closing the baby gate for the purpose of trying to. Do anything but mostly so keep that baby safe but also too you really have to keep yourself emotionally safe and yes. saying no or saying yes or saying i can't right now or i don't have the one of the things i tell my friends all the time because i know this is probably like hit you on know, something for you tissues if they call me and they know this about me because i'm very very vocal and they're talking and I'm like, I don't have it. I said, I don't have the emotional capacity to help you right now. We can talk about this maybe tomorrow or I won't answer the phone. But if it's something where we're having a conversation and it becomes too heavy for me, the trigger that I recognized physically was that I would get real hot. I would get real frustrated. I ain't wanna I mean, kind of like saying some stuff under my breath. Just that trigger for me was the awareness that I don't have it. I don't have the capacity. I don't have the, uh, in me to be able to respond to you. So let's, let's, and then when I call them and I'm doing the same thing, I ask them, Hey, do you have the emotional capacity to handle what I'm about to share with you? And it's a way of checking, but it's also a way for me to kind of know, I don't, I don't need, I may need to go to somebody else or sit on it for a
0: day. Yeah. And I, you use my favorite word. Capacity is my favorite word. I use, I probably use that word. <laughs> More than anybody in the world, because I mean, I have those same conversations. And the reason I can have those conversations now of saying, hey, I don't, you know, I first asked my friends, do you have the capacity for this right me and my best friend Keith. That's a conversation me and him have with each other consistently because we tell each other everything but but we both do work that people are telling us everything all the time right (laughs) so we Mm -hmm. both we both do that where it's do you have the capacity right now like do you even have the bandwidth to hear my stuff today that's my Um, word bandwidth girl (laughs) (laughs) right but like boundaries are the things you know the limits that you you are setting for yourself so that you can have the happy and healthy life that you deserve right and so so when you are checking in with people and letting people know ahead of time, like I don't have the capacity, it's because whatever that stuff is, is not going to lead lead you in that moment to be happy, healthy, and productive in life, right? So it's okay to say that and set boundaries. And you know how I really, you know, really break it down. Is, you know, it's really you have to be very clear consistent and communicate those boundaries with people because people get Mm -hmm. so worried about boundaries like oh well what if you know what if i tell them no and they say blah 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 and it's like okay so what but also if you're very clear from the beginning what your boundaries are so that goes back to knowing who you are right you're very clear on what your boundaries are and you communicate those boundaries with people and you say hey on tuesdays I cannot talk to anybody after 6 p.m. because I spent my whole day talking to people, right? And I've communicated that with you over and over. So I was I'm clear on what my boundary is. I communicated it, but I'm also consistent. So I'm consistent every Tuesday I don't want to talk to you between 6 and 9, right? <laughs> like as every Tuesday. You know, like things like that, I think that's that's how you break down this kind of stuff in ways that people can actually utilize it. That's good. Um, You you have to be those are my my three c's right <clears throat> being clear c- being clear about them communicating them and being consistent and the consistency part is what really really throws people off about boundaries because one day you might say no and then the next day you say yes and now people are confused it's the same thing with kids right you can't tell a child you know no you can't no you can't do this thing and then turn around 10 minutes and tell them yes they can because now they're confused on what they can and cannot do Treat people like kids, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> be very, clear, be very clear. Communicate what it is, and be consistent about what it is that your boundaries are, and that's across the board, especially in business, right? I tell my friends that are like, my friends are some of the best entrepreneurs that I know, but I have had to tell them over and over again. Stop responding to people after a certain time. Stop stop letting people slide in your DMs about everything. Stop, you know, set the boundaries ahead of time so that people are clear. You know, you don't show up at Target. Target closes at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, whatever time Target closes. You don't show up after Clark, Target closes the door and all of a sudden they just open the doors for you. You don't, they have a boundary that girl. closed. Yeah. It closed. Baby. They the are TV closed. If you, if you go- want to go to the place that is, that is uh, 24-7, even that now, that's not even a good example, but if you want to go to 24-7, then you go across the way to Walmart, and Walmart's open. Not now because of COVID, but in general, like, if if you want to go to Target, you'll wait till Target opens. If not, you better go find a convenience store or something and get what you need, like, I'm not your all access person, right? And in, in business, you can't be somebody's all access person. In life, you can't be someone's all access person because you're gonna end up burnt out, resentful, you're gonna hate everybody, you're gonna hate, you're gonna hate your purpose, you're gonna hate the things that you know God called you to do, the things you prayed about having, the things you asked and pled with God to have, you're gonna be so mad about them because you didn't set any boundaries and you didn't you weren't consistent